Dear listeners, I welcome you to Radio Drama, where a radio is the theatre of the mind. I hope that Radio Drama will shout at you, plead with you, and seduce you. I am your host Karenina. Make sure to follow this podcast, where you will be listening to a variety of different kinds of content. From horror to dramas and sometimes even funny stories. You will also be able to listen to Golden Oldies, as a bonus at times. If you like to listen to children's stories please go, and suss out, Vintage Scent, in your search bar. I thank you all my listeners and supporters, for I will not be able to continue with radio drama, if it was not for your support. pockets. Let's hope somebody knows who he is. Murder. Multiple stab wounds. Welcome to Edinburgh's Knoxland. The phrase sink estate could have been coined for it. Attracts the desperate, the lonely, those with no choice in the matter. Addicts, asbos, and now immigrants. Asylum seekers, refugees, economic migrants. And, it seems... The people who hate them. Okay, seal the scene. Get the poor guy at the morgue as soon as you can. Flesh market close. Twelve separate wounds in total. Almost certainly the work of the same knife. We haven't found that yet. Uh, A kitchen knife, perhaps? Serrated edge. The one to the throat probably ended his life. Any defence wounds, Doc? Yes. A palm, fingertips, wrists. Whoever it was, he was fighting them off. Just the one attacker, you reckon? Just the one knife. Not quite the same thing. You doing my job for me, Kurt? (laughs) You did ask. Any idea of his race? Origins? No expert. Middle Eastern? Mediterranean? Well, that narrows things down. Someone's asking for me. Over there, Chef. Mr and Mrs Jardin. Jardin? Oh, hello again. Siobhan. Detective Sergeant Clark now we're here. (laughs) It's good to see you both. What brings you here? It's Ishbel. Ishbel? Tracy's wee sister. Shh, love. It'll be okay. Ishbel's gone missing. What happened? We thought she'd gone to work as usual. The hairdresser's on Main Street in Bain Hall, but they phoned us to see if she was sick. Because she hadn't turned up. Uh, Then I saw some of her clothes had gone. She'd packed a bag. Money, cards, her mobile. We've tried ringing it umpteen times. We've checked with everyone we can think of. What age is Ishbel now? Oh, I know what you're going to say. She's 18. She might have run away. I'm afraid that's correct. If she's simply left home, no laws have been broken. Have there been any fights at home? A boyfriend? Tell Siobhan what Susie told you, John. Susie works at the hairdressers. 
She told me she'd seen Ishbel getting into a flash car, Jag or something. More than once. Always parked a bit down the street, like he was hiding. Mm. So maybe she's going to stay with his friend. Then why not tell us? And Susie says the guy looked a bit... Shady. Shady? Yeah, you know. Sunglasses, leather jacket, flash car. Older. Like a pimp. I'm not sure how I can help. Bain hauls miles from Abby. We've already lost one daughter. You know he's back in Bain Hall. Bold as brass. Who? The bastard who raped Tracy. Crookshank. Three years. Solly served. Tracy didn't last three months before she killed herself. I'll kill him if I ever run into him. Be careful who you say that to, Mr Jordan. Thanks, love. I knew we could depend on you. I can't promise anything. How was the morgue? Yeah, good laugh. Who were they? The Jardins. Remember them? Tell me on the way. The way where? I just came back to pick you up. A couple of bodies have turned up. In Knoxland? There's two? No, two more bodies. Seriously? Where? Flesh market close. Old town, new town, leafy suburb or deprived scheme. Death stalks every part of Edinburgh. Flesh Market Close is a narrow lane connecting the High Street to Coburn Street. Bookies and dreamcatchers, tourists, folkies and punks. The capital's grim reaper is after us all. The Warlock pub is on the High Street, but there's a cellar just down the close from it. What is this place? Dunno. Coal cellar at some point? Belongs to the pub up the close, the Warlock. Can you get down here directly from the pub? Only from Flesh Market Close. Why were they digging up the floor? Well, we'll ask them in a minute. So, where? Shine your torch, son. Workmen start breaking up the concrete and find two skeletons. Oh, dear God. Ah, no. Mother and baby. Break your heart. Little one's just a toddler. Yeah, hang on. <coughs> Haven't had a fag all morning. Before we see the warlock in all its splendour, the Jardins. Uh, three years ago, Tracy Jardin, the older of two sisters, was out drinking with pals, waiting for a taxi to a club. She meets Donald Crookshank. He gets ahead of himself, starts kissing her, drags her into a lane. She tops herself a few weeks later. Yeah. How could I forget? So what are old days want with you now? Her wee sister, Ishbel, now 18 years old, she's run away. If she's 18, Siobhan. I know, I know, but still... Her mum and dad showed me a photo of her. Ishbel used to be dark-haired, sporty. Now she's dyed her hair blonde. She's a dead ringer for her big sister. Excuse me, Mr Mangold? Yes. You're on the warlock here. Oh, you must be the police. Come in. He wears a medallion. I got the shock of my bloody life. First thought was, maybe there's Roman or something, or some old burial ground. The concrete floor you're getting dug up. It looks to me as if it was only laid recently. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But it's still before my time. I just bought this place last year. Where were you before? Falkirk. I ran a club there. And who did you buy the Warlock from? It was a brewery shop. And they probably didn't even know they owned that wee cellar. 
I didn't until last week. So what made you dig up the floor? Well, plan is to open it up as an extension, revamping the whole place. <laughs> that cellar's tiny. Oh, well, that's the point. You give people a taste of what Edinburgh's traditional drinking dens used to be like. Available for private hire, parties, that kind of thing. I'll check through any papers you have when you bought this place. See if there's any reference to the laying of that concrete floor. Will do. Eh? Hey, if you'll excuse me, the place is getting busy. We'll be in touch, Mr Mango. Um, your club in Falkirk, what was it called? Why? I'm just interested. The Albatross. Well, it's in Fleetwood Mac. I was thinking of the ancient mariner. Where are you, I? Siobhan's investigating the flesh market close skeletons. As for Ishbel Jardin, not our beat. And the lassie has every right to disappear. Knoxland, on the other hand, is very much my patch. Some poor sod's lying dead, and we don't even know who he is. Hey, you son. Wanna make a couple of quid? Watch my car. I need bother, mister. I aspire so much as farts on the windscreen, you'll be licking it off. Welcome back to Knoxland. Yes, Reynolds. I'd invite you into our state-of-the-art crime scene porter cabin, but it's more Baltic in there than it is out here. Any news? <gasps> Kidding. Nobody's talking. Oh, they're talking, all right. Just none of them speaks bloody English. Here we go. We're a bastard nation, Sergeant. Get over it. Too many years working with John Rebus. I'm ending up like him. No wonder my career is stuttering. Bane Hall, the Bane as it's known locally. It's not my patch. I'm bound to be getting in somebody's way. But the Jardins, everything they went through, what can I do? The skeletons can wait. Hello. Are you in charge here? More or less. You're the cop for Tracy's funeral. You have a good memory. <laughs> and I've expected you to turn up since Ashbell. You're Susie. Ishbel's mum and dad mentioned you. Aye. Uh, I'm going to have a coffee. I'll join you. If that's an invitation. Grab a seat. You've no idea where Ishbel might have gone, Susie? Ishbel's mum and dad say you saw her with some man. Aye. What did he look like? Older. Forties, maybe. Short guy. Stocky. Hair colour? Um. <laughs> You'd think a proper professional would notice that, but I can't mind, actually. Um, had on a leather jacket, shades, sugar? No, thanks. Not from Bain Hall? Nah. Drove a flash car. Didn't ask me, I'm no good with cars. Did you ask Ishbal about him? Told me my mind business. There you go. Thanks. Might have a bicky somewhere. Mm. No, thanks. Maybe she just got a better offer, eh? Plenty of young folk leave the bay and never look back. You told Ishbel's dad this guy looked like a pimp? Dunno. Oh, well. The shades, the jacket, the car, the hat. That's how I can't mind his hair. What kind of hat? Well, like a gangster or a pimp would wear. Um, Trilby, is that what you cry them? Oh, talking of thugs. The Jardins tell me Donald Cruikshank's out of prison. Aye. Have you seen him? Yeah, and sir, twice. Scum that he is. Did Ishbel mention him? Not really. You could see she was really upset by it, but... You think that's what drove her out? Do you? 
I know I'd like to run him out of town, at the very least. The Bain Inn, the only pub in town. Rebus will know it. He knows every pub within a 20-mile radius of Edinburgh. It's also where Donald Cruikshank hangs out. I need to get a look at him again. Surprisingly hygienic toilets. Though the walls haven't been cleaned for a while. Cruikshank. Dead man walking. Donny Pervo. Watch your back, Crookie. We're coming for you. Oh. All of them in a different hand. Donald Crookshank. Long time no see, DC Clark. A uh, detective sergeant, as a matter of fact. Oh, you're crap. You should be, judging by your fan mail on the walls of the ladies. <laughs> Bloody vandals. So what do you want, darling? Don't call me darling. <laughs> I like a lassie with balls. Keep talking and you'll soon be missing yours. Have you seen a spell jar done of late? No. She's buggered off, hasn't she? Nothing to do with me. Yeah? Bye, Donnie. Good to see you again. That it? Just to make sure my memory's not failing me. You are pond life. Knoxland is architecture at its brutalist. Four massive tower blocks, each one 15 storeys high, open walkways on each level. Oh yes, every flat has a balcony with a view of the motorway. Welcome to your brand new life. John. You're back from Bain Hall. A nice pub there, I remember. <laughs> the Bain Inn. So predictable. You want to have a look at the victim's flat? I imagine the Sockos will have swept it clean. Yeah, you never know. You OK? You look tired. <sighs> Ishbal Jardin missing, murder in Knoxland, and I've still got to get onto our two skeletons. All in the day's work, Siobhan. About time. I was just about to close up. Your knitting night, DS Reynolds? He was killed in his home, yes? If you can call this place home. So, Reynolds, what are the neighbours saying? Nobody knew the victim, no even his name. Kept himself to himself. Downstairs say he used to pace up and down all the time, even right through the night. Any visitors? Not that they're telling us about. You ever go out to work? Again, not that we know of. By the way, who alerted us? Anonymous call at 15.30. Male? Female? Female. From a phone box. With the number in the recorded conversation. I'll get it for you. Don't know if it gives us much, but it is quite something. The law of correspondence. As it is on the outside, so shall it be inside. Meagre, peeling wallpaper, damp. No furniture. Just a sleeping bag in a corner. He was killed in here. Hellish getting bloodstains out of carpet. There's no food anywhere. A single bin bag of clothes in his bedroom. Pretty ragged. Probably from a jumble sale. Or a charity. Plenty of those working with asylum seekers. You reckon that's what he was? <laughs> it doesn't look exactly settled here. Look. In a jacket pocket. Family snap. Wife and kids. Uh, could be. Do they know what happened? Where are they even? Right, better go. See a man about us. You want to listen to this? Or the mystery caller. Dying. 
can you give us an address, madam? Roxlet. I don't know. Zita of Lokova there. You need an ambulance? I think he's dead. I think they've killed him. Oh, please help me. Whoa, whoa. Leave it. Leave it, play. There's no point. She never gives an address, a name, a clue. What kind of accent is that? Foreign. It's a teaching skeleton, Siobhan. You mean they're fakes, Dr. Kirk? Well, the infant is made of plastic. The female adult, on the other hand, is a real skeleton, but very old. Belonging to the medical school? We haven't used real skeletons for several years now. However, an exhibit did go missing a while back. Missing? Yes, an administrative error. Wasn't this reported, Dr. Kurt? Well, we thought they'd turn up. Then time passed. Oh, dear. Do you have any idea where they might have ended up? I wouldn't want you to mention my name. His career is developing well. Registrar already. I'm sure the University of Edinburgh is as keen as we are to sort this mess out, Dr. Kurt. Alex Cater. I've heard a rumour that a group of his final year colleagues took the missing items to a party in Mr. Cater's flat about three years ago now. And where might I find Dr. Alex Cater? Inspector Rebus. The old couple over there are getting themselves into bother with the prosies down in Leaf. They say D.S. Clark knows them, but I haven't been able to contact her. Aye, thanks, sir. I'll take it for here. Mr. and Mrs. Jardin. Is Siobhan not around? No, I'm sorry. Not often we get a middle-aged couple brought in for soliciting prostitutes. <sighs> well, they're not. need to speak to your local police. We've tried that. Uh, secondly, Ishbel is 18 years old. So far as we know, no crime has been committed. Finally, the Leith girls. They don't have pimps. Older men get hold of girls like Ishbel, influence them. You read about it all the time. One of the women we spoke to, we showed her a photo and she thought she'd seen Ishbel in some bar. Uh, the nuke or, or something. Uh, off the end road. Believe me, you don't want to go to places like that. Well... Sorry for wasting your time. Okay. I'll pass by, see what I can find out for you. Oh, I hate hospitals. Last time I was in one was when John burnt his hand. <laughs> he thinks he's looking after me, the big, strong, experienced man. You'd think coppers would get used to hospitals and morgues. We never do. A DS clerk? Dr. Cater. Sorry, look, I, I only have a few moments in between patients. I, I won't keep you. I'm told that you took two skeletons from the medical school. Did I? <laughs> Who told you that? Doesn't matter. But they've turned up again. In a cellar in Flesh Market Close. I saw that story. It's very creepy. And you didn't think to contact the police? Um, no. <laughs> you know a Mr. Ray Mangold? Who's he? Owner of the Warlock Bar in town. You ever go in there? I'll give it a try if you're asking. That gives you that idea. <laughs> Let me get this right, Sergeant. Are you suggesting I stole skeletons from the uni and then buried them in a pub cellar? 
Dr Cater, all I want to know is what you did with those skeletons. Anything you tell me can be kept private. Do you a favour, in other words? Do I get the favour paid back? I hardly see it as a favour. I tell you what. Let me take you for a drink tonight. I'll tell you then. What do you say? No, I can't go for a... I have to get back. Life and death and all that. Are we on? Uh, seven. The warlock, yeah? One drink. There aren't many owner-occupiers in a place like Knoxland. Most of the flats are Edinburgh City Housing Department. The one where our victim lived is one of theirs. A few phone calls and making a nuisance of myself brought me to a Mrs Mackenzie, who dealt with Knoxland. You want to see me, Inspector? Thanks for your cooperation, Mrs Mackenzie. So, do you have a name for me? Of the tenant of the flat where the murder was. There are rules and restrictions on that kind of information. Yes, I'm sure there are. But I don't think the victim will complain, especially if we catch his killer. So please, who was he? Well, that's the problem, I'm afraid. He's not my tenant. Sorry, what? I believe your victim was Asian or similar. Is he likely to have been called Robert Beard? No. <laughs> so this Beard must have moved out then? My records are up to date, I assure you. The last rent money for that flat was received only last week, paid in by Mr Beard. Well, you mean, what, he sublets? Which is strictly forbidden. But yes, and I've discovered that our people have been investigating this, Mr Beard. We can't prove anything yet, but uh, do you have a warm coat, Inspector? I do, Mrs Mackenzie. Well... It seems a gentleman goes round calling on our properties in the northern sector around mid-morning. In our experience, these fraudsters tend to collect the money in person. You wouldn't be able to give me an address that Mr Baird might be visiting. Well, you might catch up with him here. You're a star, Mrs Mackenzie. Two skeletons, one murder, a missing lassie which would be fine if we knew who the victim is, if the girl's disappearance has anything to do with her sister, and who the skeletons belong to. Excuse me, sir. What? Is this your house? What's it to you? Only it's not your name on the tenancy. You're not for the housing. You're the filth. Who grassed us up? A dead man. Nice talking to you. Bye. Hey, I can't begin to count how many charges are hanging over you right now, Mr. Baird. Try me. Subletting, demanding money with menaces, inhibiting a police inquiry. So many people already to come down on you like shit from the sky. How many flats are you subletting, Baird? If you were going to arrest me, you'd have done it by now. Well, ah, well, if you want me to. I'm ready to tiptoe out your life the minute I get a name. Okay, okay. I tell them to keep themselves to themselves. I don't ask where they come from or why. They need a roof over their heads. They're all hard. For a fair price. But you know, don't you? You read the papers. You know your illegal tenant was killed. How do you find your tenants? They find me, word of mouth. You have no idea, nationality, how he got here, what he did? He hardly even spoke English, like most of them. How do you communicate with them? few signs, bit of miming, couple of French words. It's clear what both parties need. This guy, he had a friend, spoke a bit of English. 
friend. Some woman. Age? Late twenties. Were they living together? I got the feeling she was just someone he knew. From Knoxland? Probably. He was Asian or something. She was black. And she spoke English? Scotland needs you! We have an ageing population here. We need young, able, willing people like you. Don't let the racists and the thugs scare you off. You are wanted here. Oh, you're everywhere. Idiots like you. Ignore them. Wherever you go, there will be sad, angry... ...country. Hang on. Go back a bit. More. Welcome to the toy box, DS Clark. Getting a bit lively out there. Mm. Very high tech. But you could just open a window and watch a demonstration live. Monitoring recording purposes, then. That right, Cock. Those two are live from different angles. This one's recorded from this morning. Oh, stop. I just there. Riles, who's that? With the back of the hoop? Yeah, I thought I'd seen him before. We had this gang from Belfast over, mind, hoovering up a bit of drugs action. I remember that. You put them away, didn't you, sir? Well, I did my bit. <laughs> Bloody courts. Some of them are on remand, others scarper back across the Irish Sea. You can watch your screens. I'll stick with reality. Getting interesting now. Migrants and supporters there. Locals over there. And we're roughly in the middle. This country is famous for its welcome to those in need. Don't Who's that guy there? A councillor Durwan. Solicitor. Makes his not inconsiderable stash from representing refugees. Whoever he is, he better watch his back. The Parker man's moving in on him. What's that he has in his hand? Shut away! Shut you have a right to be here. This is your country. I well, it isn't yours. Don't act right there. Just give me the night. No way. Flocked. That's all. Aye, not so hard about your blade, eh? Just a step. get him. You saved my life out there today. I wouldn't go that far. But you see how dangerous it is for non-whites in a place like Knoxland. Mr Derwin has made a statement, but he wanted to thank you personally. Detective Inspector Rebus, I am in your debt. The man who attacked you, we think he is from Belfast. But what would bring a man like that to Edinburgh? Hasn't Scotland been fruitful hunting grounds for all kinds of Irish causes? <laughs> Sadly true. So much for Scotland's open arms. It's partially true. There are many good people here. Siobhan, remember that photograph we found? Of the woman and child? Uh, I have a photocopy of it. Here. Do you recognise these people, Mr Derwin? Where did you get this? In the victim's flat in Knoxland. Yes, I've seen them. Where? I'm pretty sure they're in Whitemire. Whitemire? The detention centre at Bain Hall. Immigration Removal Centre, to give it its proper name. In effect, a prison. Whitemire Detention Centre sits just behind Bain Hall. It is a former prison. On a day like today, it's like a haunted castle in a gothic horror film. The boss has got that face on, jaw clamped shut. 
the way he does when he's uneasy, dreading something but doesn't want to admit it. And I want him to be strong for the two of us. What if it is the victim's family and they are here? Well, that's what we're hoping, no? Any chance you turn off Polis and let human come through once in a while? How is it nobody thinks I can do the sympathy thing? God, look at this place. If it is them, how are you going to break the news? Migrants, welcome! What's she doing? Protesting. Is that the evening paper she's holding up? Yeah. Yeah, front page says, Knoxland killing is the work of racists. Published a photo you found, too. Evening. You got an appointment? Don't need one. Detective Inspector Rebus. Parking one of the bays. Straight ahead. Someone will come meet you. That woman back there, the protester. She got family inside or something? Just a nutter. Place attracts them. <sighs> Alan Trainer. You're in charge, you? Yes. How, uh, how can I help you, Inspector? Well, I see you have the evening paper. I don't know why I bother. Never get the chance here. But you must have seen the photograph on the front page. Mm. Oh, no, I, I haven't. Oh, dear, it's Mrs. Yorgi. She's here. With the kids? Yes. You didn't see any of the news reports about a murder of an immigrant in Knoxland. Why am I finding it hard to believe you, Mr Trainer? Tell us about Mrs Yorgi. <sighs> Fairly recent arrivals. Mother, two children. No father. No, I had heard he'd uh, slipped away. Slipped away? Must have got word the immigration service was coming for them. You're not part of the immigration service. Whitemire is run by Sencras Security, a subsidiary of Fortrust. Private sector. Fortrust is American, no? They run prisons in the States, yes. <coughs> now, the Yurgis... Yeah, Turkish Kurds arrived first in Germany, claimed to be under threat in their own country. Father is a journalist, first name Rudol. Our murder victim? <coughs> Says here he was 29. Was? Oh, I, I mean... Your um... suspicions are the same as ours. Chances are the Knoxland victim is very likely to be Mrs Yurgi's husband. How long have they been in the UK? Seven months. Does Mrs. Yurgi speak English? No, a little. I'll take you along. <clears throat> As you'll see, Inspector, this institution is humane and efficient. Yeah, yeah. Give us a pitch on the way. Oh, I uh, should tell you, Mrs. Yurgi has been marked as a potential abstander. <clears throat> Mrs. Yurgi? Thank you for your help, Mr. Trainer. We'll take it from here. We'll see you on the way out. Well, I really think that I should be in attendance. <laughs> Mrs. Yurgi, sorry to disturb you. We're police officers. Oh. These are your children. Lovely. Uh, come here. Now, is it okay to speak in front of them? Do they speak English? Just, just tell me what has happened. Mrs. Yurgi, we can't be certain, but we may be bringing you some bad news. <laughs> Neither Siobhan nor I could accompany Mrs. Yurgi to the morgue. A lone, frightened woman with two even more frightened kids. Whitemire thought they were a security risk. 
they insisted on taking them to the morgue in a more or less armoured car. Reynolds! Aye, what? Aye, what, sir? How'd it go? Yogi, well, she identified him all right. Aye, okay. Good, I suppose. The forensics come up with a match for that knife. Aye. Well done getting that knife, sir. Looked like a dangerous scuffle. But I'm afraid it's not the weapon that killed our man in Knoxland. We'll have a name for him now, Sergeant, remember? Rudo Jurgi. <clears throat> not the same knife, though? Not according to the lab. Murder weapon had a serrated edge. This one would have left you with a nice smooth cut. So, the warlock, eh? Tasteful. In a naff vampire kind of way. I think it rather suits you, Dr Cater. <laughs> Mr. Mangold. Yes. Oh, it's you. Are you here to see me? We do need to talk about paperwork for the cellar floor. I'll be in touch. Okay. Uh, Drinks on the house. Thanks, but no thanks. (laughs) She's so strict, isn't she? (sighs) uh, I'll see you later, Sergeant. Does this charm offensive of yours ever, like, actually work? Oh, you'd be surprised. I seem to be immune. Yeah, you are hard work. I was just thinking the same thing. (laughs) The skeletons? You took them from the university for a party, I'm told? Okay. I'll come clean. We did borrow the old lady and the sprock. Thought it'd be a bit of fun having her at the head of the table. She got up and danced a bit with us. What a party that must have been. (laughs) And what happened to them? No idea. When I woke in the morning, they were gone. Gone where? Hmm. Not a clue. Somebody took them. It was a big party. So, I've wasted my time here. No, I don't think so. You're right. Make me a list of everyone who was at that party. And um, thanks for the drink. The pubic triangle. From the show bars of Toll Cross and Lothian Road to Lady Lawson Street. God knows who Lady Lawson was, but I bet she isn't chuffed with a street they named after her. VIP table dancing. Non-stop action. Biggest jugs in town. One of the girls in Leith had mentioned the nook to the Jardins. A relatively new place, but staying within the elegant tradition. Your first nooky stop in the city. It said above the door. What kept you? Look at this place. This really is my night for romance. Eh? Never mind. Come on, let's do this. Oh, sorry, no couples. We're police officers. Hi, Bob. How long you been out? Oh, Mr. Rebus, you're looking well. So are you. You hit the gym at Sockton. Yes, Clark, this is Bob Dodds. Bob's done six for major assault. Reduced, on appeal, and the bastard deserved it. I take it this isn't your night out. You want to see the manager? Door to office. Two police officers to see you. Interesting. It is 1.13am. Couple enter the Nook nightclub. Unusual. He, middle-aged. She, a little younger. Police? That's Inspector Rebus, sir. You know him? Rebus? 
Now what are you? Barman? Manager? Whatever you want me to be, Squire. You get that line for one of the girls. What's her name? The one who's dancing now. Kitty Claus. Yeah. Wonder if she's one of the Kirkcaldy Claws. And what's your name? Barney. You know the girl in this picture, Barney? Ishbal Jardin. Looks familiar, but... Private dance. How much do they charge? You paying? Tenor. Lasts a couple of minutes. No touching. In the VIP booth there? Couldn't tell you. I know. Never been in. Don't you want to see the boss? Stuart Bullen. Sorry. No chairs. No room for them. Oh, we're fine standing. You sit down, sir. Bullen. No relation of good old Rab Bullen. My father. You knew his dad? Of course. Vicious bastard of a Glasgow gangster. My father was a respected businessman. We're looking for a girl, Mr Bullen. This girl, Ishbel Jardin. No, sorry. Not one of mine. This is a classy place. We don't take junkies. Who said she was a junkie? Classy? What do you reckon, DS Clark? What car do you drive, sir? Eh? What's that got to do with you? It's a simple enough question. BMW X5, how? Well, you know what they say. Big car, small... Office. Yeah. Hang on. I know you. You're the cop Big Jer Cafferty keeps in his pocket. Is that right? I'll tell Cafferty you were asking for Bye, Barney. We'll see ourselves out. Back soon. What the hell was that about Bullen's car? Oh, he looks like a pimp. The guy used to pick Ishbel up after work. Her colleague says he looked like a pimp. Look around. That's every guy in this joint. From one kind of flesh market to another. The warlock is in prime position for tourists doing the Royal Mile and looking for ghostly thrills of old Edinburgh. <sighs> Ray Mangold must have loved those skeletons being found in his pub. Come on! I can hear you in there, Mangold! We open at 11! Don't you know the law? Thank you. Make it quick, will you? I'm up to Moxter's. You were going to look out the paperwork? For the laying of the floor in the cellar? Now, there aren't enough hours in the day. Listen, I had a quick look and I came up blank. Probably done cash in hand, sorry and all that. But... Morning! Oh, hello. Hello. Judith, this is DS. Clark, you're Judith Lennox. You run some of the ghost tours in Edinburgh. Oh, you are so full of energy, Miss Clark. Oh, it's like electricity. Uh, yeah, thanks. I'm giving Mr Mangold here some lessons in local history. Witches, burnings, kelpies, spirits. And of course, warlocks. Like, you know, the pub and that, so... And, uh... Skeletons. Your theme bar in the cellar. <laughs> I'm trying to give it all a bit of historical context. Excellent. Good luck with that. Uh, I I'd better be going. Um, bye. Make use of that energy, Miss Clark. It may not be replenishable. Excuse me. I was hoping to do this unobserved. 
But that protester woman is watching. Maybe she's a nutter, but she's a dedicated one. You got an appointment? No. Make him a delivery. Delivery? No unauthorized deliveries into immigration removal centers. Detention rule 35. Yeah? How does rule 36 go? I'll just have to leave them here then. What? What's she doing? What's that stuff? Train set. Model kits. You ever do them? Spitfire. Crack. The doll's house. You can't leave these here. Oh, but I'm going to. And I'll tell you something else. You're going to make sure all these get delivered to Mrs. Yurgi and her children. You got that? Soon as possible and totally undamaged. You hear? I... Well, all right. This time... You'd have to be dedicated on a night like this. Baltic. I'd checked out the one-woman protester. Carol Quinn is pretty vocal in the press. Late thirties, single, artist. Totally dedicated to the closure of Whitemire and all other detention and removal centres. She must see everything and everyone that comes in and out of here. Made in the lift. You were here yesterday. And you're here all the time. The Lady of the Vigils, they call you. Did you know that? They call you worse things. But then nobody likes the police. Couldn't you? Shame. Make a good detective. When you're a woman camped out alone, you make sure you know who's coming and going and why. I'm heading into Edinburgh. Name's Detective Inspector Rebus. John. Carol. Quinn. But I imagine you've already looked up my record. And I'm still offering you a lift. Normally I would say no, but I saw what you did there. And I need to go home sometimes. Hang on, I'll get my bag. Why would a policeman of all people bring toys to a detention centre? Of all people. How often do you do that vigil thing? A lot. There used to be a group of us. Others join me when they can. They have jobs to go to. I work too, you know. Just I can juggle my time. You're an acrobat. <laughs> an artist. Oh, wow. You didn't snort. Why would I snort? Most people like you would. People like me? You see anyone different to them as a threat. So that's what I'm like. I take it you're not a big fan of the asylum laws. That's because they stink. Of hypocrisy, for starters. <laughs> this... This is a country where you can buy a passport if you know the right people. But if they don't like the colour of your skin or your politics, beat it. You don't think we're a soft touch? We've got better welfare than many countries. <laughs> That'll be why people pay their life savings to gangs to smuggle them over borders. That'll be why they suffocate in the backs of lorries. So, what kind of art do you do? Portraits, mostly. Yeah. I've got a Peter Blake. An original? Nah. The cover is Sergeant Peppers. Where do you want dropped, Carol? Here. Come up for a minute. Something I'd like you to see. 
etching. Dream on, Inspector. <laughs> Essentially, one big loft room lit by massive ceiling windows. Canvases everywhere, stacked against the walls, under tables and chairs. Siobhan would think, so arty-farty predictable. But there was a kind of order under the disorder. You could sense it. I tend to work from photos. Hang on. These are what I wanted you to see. Close-up photos of faces, focusing on the eyes. Then the paintings of the photographs, taking the intensity a step further. My next exhibition. No wall space, just ranks of painted faces, all of them demanding our attention. Hang on, eh? Oh, just these bloody things. Hello? It's me. We've just been contacted by a journalist at the Scotsman. Says he took a call a week or two ago from a foreign-sounding guy offering him a story. Guy called himself Rudolph. Right, set up a meeting, Siobhan. Sorry about that. Still on duty. I should be going. Of course. Thanks for looking at my work. One thing, those people, where did you take the photos? All over Edinburgh. Knoxland, mainly. They're all immigrants. Every last one of them. You'll appreciate that we could have gone to print with this and let you find out for yourselves. Oh, your public spiritedness is heartwarming. When did you get this call, Mr Watling? Two nights ago. Well, why wait till now to tell us? Didn't realise. I write the news. I don't read it. He was cagey, the guy who phoned. He said he was a journalist. Not in this country. His English wasn't great. He spoke like he was reading from a prepared script. Which he might have been. Possibly. He told you his name? Rudolf, yes. No surname? No. He said he had a story we would be interested in. You have to understand, we get folks saying that all the time. The only thing is, he wanted a share of the byline, get his name on the story. That sounded kind of professional, I thought. I don't suppose you got a number from him? Any details? No. Sounded like a call box. Traffic nearby. The night of the murders, Siobhan. Where did the 999 call come from? A phone box near the underpass. And he didn't give you any idea, Mr Watling, what this story of his was? No. I wanted to see the man in person first, so we planned to meet. Where? Just outside here. When he didn't show, it took me till later to make the connection. The possible connection with the Knoxland murder. Ever get the feeling you're going round in circles? If the path ahead is clear, you are probably on the wrong path. Deep. (laughs) Listen, Tease. Don't know which is worse. Um, Looking for complications when there aren't any. Go on then, Sherlock. Enlighten us. Knoxland. Random race crime. End of. Brilliant. Maybe no, but it's as simple as that. Place has been a powder keg for years. Too many foreigners and a bunch of unemployed bam sticks with time in their hands. Boom. And while I'm at it, you're missing Lassie DS Clark. Soon as her boyfriend's money and patience run out, she'll be crawling back to mum and dad. It's bugger all to do with what happened to her sister. Your appreciation of the milk of human kindness is touching. Oh, I stop there, Reynolds. What's your theory about the skeletons? Haven't they got one? No reason to. More waste of police time. The Wayne's plastic and the mammy die jonks ago. Pin it. <laughs> That's just what we need at the end of the day. A pep talk from Sergeant Reynolds. I am out of here. <laughs> Me too. Guy 
All right. Can, can you give us an address, madam? Roxland. I don't know. The tower block over there. Who is she? Rudolph's a family man. Can't be a girlfriend, can she? And what is that accent? Race crime? Pure and simple? Got to be more to it. This city's got its shadows. Carol Quinn sees them everywhere. Carol? I could give her a call. Better not. Give Siobhan a call. That's all still feeling a bit awkward. Since I kissed her, cheese, and I'd gone off my head. We've never mentioned it. She just wants it forgotten. That doesn't mean I can't call her. Share a late night curry. Nah, she'll have other plans, surely. Friends. A wife. Just as well I have no social life. Maybe I should have called John about this. Not his patch, or mine. Anyway, I call him too much. Excuse me. Who are you? DS Clark. The body in there. DS who? Sorry, my uh, card. From the big city. What, you think we don't do things properly here in Bainhall? <laughs> I'm D.I. Young, and I'm in charge here. Sorry. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to... Is it true? Is he dead? I don't see what this has to do with you. Um, excuse me, but I've got a murder on my hands. I knew him. Donald Cruikshank. Did you? In that case, follow me. Detective Inspector Rebus. Who the hell are you? Uh, don't worry, Felix Story, Immigration Enforcement. My ID. Aye, let's see it. I've uh, seen you before, Inspector. You were in a strip bar called The Nook last night. Yeah, all in the line of duty. What's that got to do with immigration? Anything drinkable in that bag? Uh, well spotted. Not a London accent. Tottenham, originally. So you're up from London and you've got The Nook under surveillance. I noticed your van. Very impressive. That explains how you clocked me, but not how you know who I am. That's why you're going to let me in. Though you don't really want to. Yeah, you're damn right I don't. A guy loitering in my close at night. Is that how you do things in Tottenham? We've got local CID assistance. I can't name names. No need. I'll find it. So, why the nuke? What's your interest? Why well, I asked first, but... Let me guess. Some of the girls there are from overseas. I'm sure they are. But no, that's not why I'm here. I will tell you, Inspector, but I need to know why you and D.S. Clark were there. A teenager's gone missing. Ishbel Jardin. Her parents thought she might end up somewhere like that. Thanks. Sorry, I can't take any chances. What I'm working on is major. Immigration is big business, Inspector. There's serious money to be made. And you think our friend Mr Bullen at the Nook might be involved? We think he might run the entire Scottish operation. <laughs> that we knew. When I was in, the place wasn't exactly stacked full of illegal immigrants. I'm not suggesting Bullen keeps them in the club, but he's certainly a link in the chain. 
That sounds like you're clutching at shadows, Mr Felix Story. I'm confident enough. <laughs> Tip off. That's all you've got, isn't it? An anonymous tip-off. Mm. Dear God. Yeah. Sharp implement to the back of the head. We'll find out. But that's a lot of blood loss. Well, if the blow didn't kill him, he'll have bled to death. You don't sound overly saddened. <laughs> Will anyone be? He raped Tracy Jardin. She kills herself as a result and he saunters out of prison a few years later. Yeah, I remember. Not as young as I look. I just wanted to help. I was involved in the rape case three years ago. Of course. I'm sorry. Name's Les. Oh, Siobhan. Uh, Siobhan, if you've got background information, we could use you here. Your people spare you for a few days? Maybe we'll just keep it informal. See how it goes. <laughs> Inspector, uh, there's an older couple outside. They insist on coming in. Oh, that'll be Tracy and Ishbel's mum and dad. Ishbel? Their other daughter. She's gone missing. I'm sorry, you can't come in here. Crime scene. Is it true? Is the bastard dead? Was he killed? I'm sorry, I can't confirm anything yet. Still no word from Ishbel. You're the first person would tell, Siobhan. There's nothing you can do here. Go home. There'll be someone round to see you in the morning. But they can't accuse us of anything. Wish I had killed him. Someone just beat me to it. You'll be asked about Ishbel. Be ready for that. Good God. I couldn't possibly think she did it. Immigration. Playing at cops and robbers. The story's all right. A bit green round the edges and the bluster's at least half an act. Thank God Siobhan phoned, though. Now there's a policeman's life for you. Relieved when there's been a murder. The Bonnie Bain Hall. Halfway to nowhere, just off the M8. The Bain Inn, though. The way I remember it, a decent, traditional drinking man's house. Look at the state of this pub. Light bulbs with no shades, drinkers with 20-watt eyes, steel beer and sticky carpets. The whole town is as dead as Donald Cruikshank. If it wasn't for Whitemire Immigration Centre, unemployment would be about 100%. There's hunger everywhere you look. That's what John would say. All kinds of hunger. And lots of it. Uh, G&T, please. Coming up. You better make that a soda water in line. Somebody has to be a responsible police officer. <laughs> and a pint of heavy. You know, there are people out there who appreciate me. I appreciate you. D.I. Young wants me to work with him on Crookshank's murder. D.I. Young? Was he the local sheriff? That's him. So, Crookshank, a month or so out of prison and someone tops him. Whoever did it, he was well pissed off. Skull and smithereens. Or she. Anger can make you strong enough to swing a decent hammer. Mm. Here's Barman. And uh, keep it changing. Eh? Thanks. Mm. When you get a chance, check the gents. The ladies lose are full of graffiti. Donnie Pervo, Crookshank, Dead Man Walking. It wasn't a Mr. Popular then. <laughs> Surprise. Seems the whole town wanted to kill him. Who'd have thought? Bain Hall's beginning to look like the centre of the action. It's good you've wangled your way in here. Means you can keep an eye on Whitemire up the road. I had a home visit from immigration. They reckon something's going down at the nook. Other than teenage girls being exploited? People trafficking. 
It's all beginning to take some kind of shape. Is it? What have we got? Two dead men, two skeletons and a missing girl. And the bigwigs and immigration spying on us. It's exciting. Please help. 